In every pair of Tecovis boots, you can expect handmade quality, first wear comfort, and timeless Western style. A great pair of Western boots will elevate a casual look or add a refined flair that'll draw both eyes and compliments. Tecovis boots are always made from premium bovine and exotic leathers, and with occasional resoling, they will last a lifetime. The best way to shop for boots is at your local Tecovis store, where you'll be greeted by the smell of fresh leather and a friendly smile. Come on in, grab a cold one, get fitted by a pro, and shop the latest styles. We also offer custom branding and leather stamping if you want to personalize your boots or fine leather goods. As spring makes its way into summer, stay cool in a short-sleeve, moisture-wicking pearl snap or make your own shade with one of their classic straw hats, new in both men's and women's styles. And if you're planning to hit the road, Tecovis's ever-growing lineup of rugged and full-grain leather bags will get you where you're headed in style and are built to last decades. Visit Tecovis.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. And don't go gently, y'all. In every pair of Tecovis boots, you can expect handmade quality, first wear comfort, and timeless Western style. Tecovis boots are always made from premium bovine and exotic leathers, and with occasional resoling, they will last a lifetime. The best way to shop for boots is at your local Tecovis store, where you'll be greeted by the smell of fresh leather and a friendly smile. Come on in, grab a cold one, get fitted by a pro, and shop the latest styles. Visit tecovis.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S dot com. And don't go gently, y'all. Just wanted to take a brief moment to give you guys a little idea how we do it here at Paddle and Fin Podcast. We use the Anchor.fm recording platform. Super easy, distributes our podcast to many, many different platforms. There's creation tools to allow you to record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer. Check out anchor.fm or download the free Anchor app to get started. Welcome to the Paddle and Fin Podcast Network. This is the final cast segment with your hosts, Brad Hicks and Josh Eldridge where we cast our final opinions on all products, good and bad. Welcome to the final cast. This segment is brought to you by Jigmaster Jigs. When in doubt, get the jig out. Use promo code PNF20 to save 20% off your jig order. Welcome, everybody, back to the final cast. I'm your jo- uh, host, Josh. <laughs> and I'm Brad. <laughs> and tonight we have Michelle Adams with us from Arachnet. Um, I contacted Michelle. Actually, it's been a couple months. I don't know if you remember, Michelle. I had contacted you through email asking if you would like to have the product reviewed. And um, you reached out immediately and sent me two Arachnets that we um, shared amongst the group and got everybody's kind of opinions about it mm-hmm. and finally we kind of put put this back together because brad was one of the last people to get a hold of it so he recently i don't know what was it three weeks ago brad that you got it yeah yeah brad made a video i don't know brad you have to send her the link to the video oh, it's kind of she, she, she already saw it yeah, <laughs> i watched the video i did yeah. this, i always this... like the videos i you know i've had a lot of people review the product and so um i always like to watch the videos because i like to see well first of all i like to see how creative people are because i get pictures of the spider in the refrigerator um <laughs> I, 
you know, I get pictures of the spider in people's beds. I get pictures of spiders. So I'm always eager. I always like to watch the videos. Yeah, and look for pictures. Brad and I were supposed to partake in this video, but unfortunately, me and my two little boys caught strep throat that weekend. And I had a, Brad was going to come over and we were going to shoot that video and end up having to cancel on him. But my idea, which didn't happen, unfortunately, was to drape this thing across my four-year-old and two-year-old on the couch yeah. and tell them not to move while I was making dinner and then have one of them move and set it off and come in. <laughs> I've, I've had that video. I've had the video where they've put it over their children. I've had the video where they put the dog's toy under the arachnid and then the dog set it off twice. And then, then the dog would just sit and bark at the arachnid. Like just That's dumb. Yeah, hey, yeah. I was hoping I was original and I wasn't at all. Oh, I, you know what? I, I, there's well, you were, you know, you were trying. I, I, uh, I, I got a little creative and, uh, uh, well, my, my wife graciously uh, let me place the net over her, and I got to take a little Snapchat of that. <laughs> she told me not to put that in the video, though, so it didn't make it. <laughs> <laughs> so the Snapchat was worth it. Uh, yeah, one of my salesmen underneath it at a show one time set him up in front of the booth and then like had him set in like a, a camping chair, and I put it over the top of him, and then I armed it. And we all just sat and laughed because he had to be perfectly still. It was really funny. That's cool. <laughs> yeah. Well, Michelle, cool. we wanted to kind of uh, dive into some questions here. Um, sure. Our first one was going to be, how did you come up with the idea for the Arachnet? Well, that's an interesting story because it wasn't me. It was my husband. So my husband is the inventor, but he's the shy one. And he <laughs> does not want to talk to people. Bless his heart. <laughs> so um, thank God he married me because I like people. So anyway, he... <laughs> So he was actually deployed to Hurricane Katrina. Um, he was working with FEMA and Homeland Security. He's a contractor. And so he had ladders, tools, and equipment in the back of his truck. And every single night, he'd have to figure out a way to park his truck so that he could still see it. Now, um, for months, he was parked in a razor wire um, environment so that nobody could get to his vehicle. So that was cool. But then when he had to actually go out into the more remote regions, he'd have to find the seedy hotel where you can park right up to the door, you know, the kind that you pay by the hour. And, right. and he could park right up to the door and leave his curtain open so that he could see if anybody was trying to get his gear out of the back of his truck. So that's what it all started with. He called me on the phone. He's like, is there anything? Like, can you find anything? Go to, you know, because nothing was open there. Mm -hmm. And he was like, can you go like to Home Depot, Lowe's, start looking around, you know? And so I was like tractor supply. I was going to all the locations trying to find something that we could arm and guard um, his, uh, his gear. And <laughs> then um, so that so he invented it actually for himself. So he started doing all this research and, you know, motion sensors and, you know, webs and that kind of thing. And then when he came home, he started a business and um, he had employees and his employees had his tools. Right. And every right. day they would park at Lowe's and Home Depot going in to buy the very tools and gear and equipment and, you know, supplies that everybody else is going to buy. So they would leave all that stuff in the back of the truck. And they would be like, okay, well, hopefully nobody will bother what's here. So that's how it all started. And then um, we had people contact us and say, hey, 
can I use this on my, you know, can I use this on this? Can I use it on that? Well, sure you can, you know, it'll work there. It'll work there. So I had a guy who um, worked on the original marketing team for Yeti contact us and say, Mm. hey, have you ever thought about using this um, in the outdoor sports market? And we were like, well, we don't know. You know, we're just contractors. We don't know anything, you know, about the outdoor sports market. I mean, um, we live on a lake. Uh, we have a boat. We do not have a fishing boat. And we do not have a kayak. Well, at that time, we didn't have a kayak. And we didn't have speedboat, nothing like that. And so we were like, sure, yeah, it'll work. I mean, it'll work on anything. Because at that time, we were using it on our motorcycle. So we would haul our motorcycle to go to rallies, like we'd go to Myrtle Beach or Florida or Daytona or whatever. And um, we were hauling our Harley. And so it was always nice to just be able to pull all of your gear in the trailer because it's too long to go in our box trailer. And so we would cover it and, you know, we could go in and have dinner. We could go to a rest area. It didn't matter what, you know, if we wanted to go in the grocery store or whatever. So we weren't in fear for somebody stealing the parts off of our bike more than just the bike itself. So, right. That's a cool story. Yeah. 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 All, all because it just came down to protecting tools. Well, that... you know, it, it is. I mean, right. They say, what is it? Um, is the mother of invention? What is that necessity is the mother mm-hmm. of invention. And basically we were down to a necessity place. You know, he was in the middle of nowhere and needed something and we didn't have anything, you know? So then when he came home, he was like, this is really bugging me. Yeah. And... <laughs> it's, you know, it's, it's all, it's, I love the backstory with that because recently around, um, Memorial day here where Brad and I are from in Dayton, uh, we had a major tornado outbreak that happened here. And, um, from, you know, just being friends with people on Facebook and in Dayton area, there was horror story after horror story of these generous contractors that were coming into town doing work for free to help clean up and the crappy people that would literally rob them blind yep. uh, of their tools and stuff, you know, and it's, and mm-hmm. these are in the neighborhoods that are hit the hardest and mm-hmm. they're being stolen from and all they're doing there is opening, you know, mm-hmm. themselves up to help whoever they possibly can. And it was just, I mean, it, I can't tell me stories I read about this happening and it's, it's, unfortunate people are like that today you know today like that but it's awesome that you guys have come up with a product that can kind of combat that you know we like i've i've watched people talk about their arachnid online and there's a lot of chatter saying well that's not going to stop anybody and it's like you guys missed the entire point of the product it is not there's nothing foolproof to keep anybody from stealing your stuff in the long run but right. it's a theft deterrent. And if you don't know what the word deterrent means, look it up then because right. this is something that, yes, they could just cut that thing out. And but it is going to alarm regardless of what you do to it. Right. Like you cut that, it's going to drop the spider if you have it set up properly and it's going to set up off the alarm. And yeah, they may, you know, you're you're going to only get so far without somebody noticing that, that, that it's happened. I mean, that thing is obnoxiously loud. And well, one you know, of the things, one of the things I hate to interrupt you on this, but oh, right. this is an interesting point. I just wanted to make that one of the things about the 120 decibel alarm 
it came from the engineers of, of the car manufacturers. So there was a reason why they selected the 120 decibel alarm. They selected it because it ignites the fight or flight response in the brain. Hmm. And that was what they wanted it to do. So they wanted it to disrupt and confuse the thief. Yeah. So it, it, it prevents people, you know, and they're like, well, I could do it. Well, okay. You know, I, I, I'm not going to dispute. Maybe you could, maybe the thief in you is so deep and so right that that's what you want to do. And you're going to achieve greatness. But my thing is, is too, if somebody wants to rob a bank, they're going to rob a bank. Yeah. If somebody, but they're going to, there's going to be obstacles all the right. way, all the oh, way yeah. along and along. And yeah. what we want to do is for the first time, um, actually in outdoor history right for the first time someone is creating an obstacle that gives an alarm so um we are the only game in town so we are the only product that um currently is on the market that is a web and it's motion censored and that it can cover um an area and you know achieve what we're trying to achieve so um you know is it fail safe is it perfect nothing is perfect nothing is fail safe but mm-hmm. it is the first line of defense and that's right. what i like to say it's yeah. the first line of defense and besides I mean, that there's nothing else like it right and the, i mean it's a it's a great great idea sorry brad go ahead no i was gonna say that that i think that right there is like the uh the whatever you said that triggered uh the thing in the brain yeah i, mm-hmm. I think I, I think that's really cool because somebody's going to walk up to that. They're going to look at the net. They're not going to think anything of it. And they reach in there. That thing's going to go off. It's going to confuse them. They're going to stand there shocked or they're either yes. going to run away. So, I mean, right. that right there, I, I it's, it's right. like a good product. Yeah. It's, right. it's going to, and in, I mean, not only do you trigger that within whoever, you know, might be trying to steal your stuff, but mm-hmm. You're also bringing a whole lot of attention to yourself at that point. Yes. So, yeah. yes. you know, that's that's where, you know, it's you're going to be pushed kind of to that flight mode. <laughs> yeah. Not I'm a, I might not just just hang around and keep trying to fool around with this thing. So. Right. And, ba- um, and bass fishermen tell me all the time that the 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 weigh ins. Now, you guys do your weigh ins in a, in a different way than I think mm-hmm. the bass fishermen do. I'm not hugely familiar, but I I but with the bass guys like the um uh, not the because you guys are bass fishermen as well. But, but the boat um with the with the um what would we call them? Bass boat guys. Bass boat bass yeah. boat guys. Then um, when they go to a weigh-in, they say it's like perfect pickings. Like all their boats are lined up and they're at the weigh-in with their fish. They're in line. They're waiting their turn. And people just walk along their boats and just take their stuff. Just just pull it right out. I mean, it's just, you know, they can dismount, like dismantle, you know, um, depth finders and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. You know, the trackers and all that. They can totally dismantle a boat in like no time flat. But if you have the arachnid there, they might try, but they're going to get found out. And the, the yeah. other thing about the, um, about the uh, alarm that I always like to add is it goes off for 30 seconds, but then it resets itself and it's armed and ready to go again. So hmm. if somebody comes along and disturbs it, okay, it'll go off for 30 seconds, you know, and you can kind of look out and see what's going on. And they may have taken off, but then they thought, well, 
I set the alarm off, so it's it's not going to go off again. You know, if hmm. they think they're going to come back and try to revisit that, it's armed and ready to go again for the life of the nine volt. So it will go off, you know, it will go off continually until the yeah. battery's dead. That's a great idea. I didn't know that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Huh. Yeah. So it re- it has a reset. Mm-hmm. So we we uh, had a conversation on our post when we posted that video. Uh, one of our listeners uh, brought up an uh, issue that he thought might be an issue of somebody hitting the switch before the alarm goes off. I don't know if you have anything to say about that or not. It's just not possible. I mean, yeah. it's just not possible because you'd have to flip it. Well, mm-hmm. the the alarm is what we call, well, what we've been, uh, what it's been labeled at, as by the engineers. It's, it's seismic. So mm-hmm. uh, a seismograph is measures um, vibration. So that means that it's a vibration alarm. So any, any, um, any disturbance at all, be it vibration or whatever it is, it's, it's going to go off. I mean, mm-hmm. any, you can't flip it without vibrating it. So yeah. you can't, you can't click the switch without vibrating it. You can't uh, disconnect it from the web without vibrating it. It's just not possible. Yeah. And like I said before, if somebody was to do that, they're going to have to be really familiar with the product. Exactly. So, mm-hmm. They are. Mm-hmm. Yep. For sure. That's cool. So we went through how you got into the kayak fishing world. Uh, uh-huh. Do you want to go into uh, that a little bit more? Like, do you guys, or do you have a pro staff or anything? Well, actually, what we're doing is we're building a pro staff. And um, so you've been, I don't know if Stormy's been, Craig Storms, I don't know if you know him, but um, Craig has been um, communicating. He, a lot of times, is the one that refers to people on Messenger, you know, he'll, he, because he controls all that. Mm -hmm. And um, he has been doing a lot to feed the kayak industry because we, um, about, I guess it was a year and a half ago, um, Ty Sutherland from 30 miles out got a hold of our product. We gave him, uh, some of the product and he and his wife travel a lot with their kids and all their kayaks. So they have like a large amount of kayaks that they keep covered. And they, they gave me such incredible feedback. And each time I, you know, Stormy came across me or I came across storms. He was like, you know, you've got to get, you know, in with these kayak guys. And I um, didn't know enough about kayak fishing to uh, how to do that, you know. Mm-hmm. And so finally, um, the people from KBF, um, kayak bass fishing, um, I think everybody knows who KBF is. Yeah. But, um, yeah. And so um, those guys have been really terrific. Chad and the group have been really great and supportive. And I think you're going to see more of a rack net. Um, after, you know, next year on tour, you're going to see a more of a presence for us. And, um, that's our intention. Um, we also have another product in development. So, um, that's coming along. So for all those arachnophobes, we, you were talking <laughs> earlier about a guy who doesn't like the spider. And so what we did was we came up with a product that is, um, not a spider. <laughs> so that's in, that's in the coming. Yep. We've already got the, um, so we've already done the prototype for that and we've, you know, it's exactly like the, uh, Arachnet only now, um, we have a small box that opens up and the switch is inside of it. Okay. So we've responded to that question too, even though we know it's not an issue, 
people are always going to doubt a new concept, you know? So the struggle with Arachnid is we are the only um, portable alarm system on the market today, right? So everybody's going to question it. It's like the first guy that ever came up with Velcro. You know, they're like, what? You know, (laughs) first guy that ever, you know, ripped off a post-it note, you know, threw a post-it note out and said, look at this, this is so cool, you know? (laughs) And some people are like, ah, that's kind of stupid. And, And we get a lot of that. We get a lot of, you know, doubting responses and a lot of negativity. And we just kind of keep on going, you know, and do our thing. Um, because we're a small family owned business. Um, so it's, you know, our oldest daughter, um, and my husband and I, and, um, we have one other person besides us and that's, um, Ken Cedar. And, um, he's working it every single day and we're all doing what we can, but basically, you know, we're a small family business and, you know, we just do the thing. But, um, I think you're going to see more of us on the kayak tour this year. Um, we're going to try to do as much as we can to infiltrate and our new product has got a different name. So Hmm. for people, um, now it will be ProtectNet, um, BioRacknet. So it'll be the same exact design. It's just the box instead yeah. of the spider. Okay. So pro- ProtectNet tells more of the story. And um, so we felt like ProtectNet was a better choice. Yeah. So, yeah. That's cool. Dan, cool. Dan Perry, if you're listening, you don't have to fear the net anymore, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to fear the he spider. Wants to know, anyway. He wants to know why you chose the spider. Um, well, my husband chose that because when we ordered the first web, um, we ordered one that was similar to the one that you have draped over your shoulders right now, but it had <laughs> O-rings. It had metal O-rings on it. Mm-hmm. And when you stretched it, it slid around a lot because the metal O-rings didn't hold it tight enough, you know? And so it slid around, but it always looked like a web. Every time we stretched it, you know, it looked like a spider's web. And Dave thought it was ironic that much like the black widow senses the vibration in her web. And that's how she knows she's caught her prey. Mm-hmm. The arachnid also uh, feels the vibration and catches her prey. So that was, you know, that was the theory. Um, there, that's clever. <laughs> oh, you know where you should go with this from? All right. So you make it where it's like pneumatic and they touch it and it shoots the net on top of them. <laughs> so then they're in the net. They're right? in the net, struggling it, on the it. ground, and you're like, I got you. Okay. Some people That's wanted awesome. to electrocute them. Some people wanted to take a photo and send it to the police. Some people want to, oh, they, we have so many ideas, so many geniuses out there trying to help us in our endeavor. Yeah, it's really terrific. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I got to ask this uh, what's the most unique? Uh, uh, use that somebody's used the net for um bear so they use it as a bear deterrent um so we have a lot of people that use it in canada and um they use it on their trash cans um over their in their outdoor buildings because um a lot of people in northern canada can store their meat and their food in (laughs) basically in sheds outside they don't need refrigeration um and when you're in i mean we deliver arachnids and nets to people that are literally be receiving their stuff from the ice road truckers. Yeah. Like hmm. that's how far, that's how remote um, we have product. Um, I was telling you in the Arctic, there's, so there's a company that orders our nets um, that just service the Arctic. 
And so, yeah, so we, um, so bear deterrent, bear and animal, raccoons. Yeah. That's so cool. we used to portage a lot. So we used to hike and canoe a lot up in uh, the Boundary Waters in northern Minnesota. And um, we used to have to hoist our food. And now you just wrap it, you know, you just wrap the arachnid around the food, leave it on, you can leave it all on the table and throw the arachnid over the top of it. And a bear is just going to wig out. He is going to hate that. <laughs> yeah. Because all it's going to do, the more he moves it, the more it goes off. You know, yeah. it's never going to stop. So the only way he's going to get away from it is just to take off. So. Oh, man, Brad, my trash panda <laughs> friends. I just... <laughs> I just heard them all yeah. kind of weep a little bit. <laughs> You're what? My trash panda buddies, aka the raccoon. Oh, listen, it's a little inside. Do it, yeah. do it, man. It works. They may come back twice, but they won't come back a third time. I promise you that. <laughs> That's awesome. So, um, how about let's go into a little bit of like, um, kind of looks like. The net is made out of like a st standard like bungee, but is there anything kind of special about the net? Well, that's interesting that you asked that because we were very specific how we wanted the net to be. Number one, um, we want it to be able to use on any surface and we have customers that use it on the Jeep. So we felt like it was really important mm. uh, not to have, well, because we laid over our Harley and stuff. We didn't want the metal rings because they, mm -hmm. they bend and they rust, they open up, they can scratch surfaces. And so um, we did the hand-tied knots. Um, we felt like that was um, better suited for people that have a lot of money in boats and kayaks and canoes and skis and everything else that you can protect, you know, under the security of the net. So um, the fact that it's hand-tied, uh, we felt like it was an important thing. Now, one of the things that we want to offer later on and, you know, we're, as we kind of grow, um, the no-tech net, which is what you have draped over you, is now the the technical term of the no tech net, <laughs> Chad. Um, thank you, Chad Hoover for naming that the no tech net <laughs> that, uh, that um, can now we'll have different sizes eventually. So that will eventually evolve. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so it's still evolving. I mean, right now it has the utility clips that are adjustable and also have the loops that you can die, tie down with. So you can actually tie down from the hook, um, and that's why we put the holes in there. Okay. So each one of your hooks is adjustable, so it's got the loop that attaches to the web, but it also has a hole in the polymer, so you can mm -hmm. tie down with that. So and This you can is what she's it. talking about. Yeah, the, yeah, the hole. If you guys go back and check out our YouTube video here, get my, uh, my big Josh face is, out of the way. Josh is holding yeah. up the hook here. And the and the the one thing that I recommend because we gave the bag we started giving the carrying bag away we really wanted people to see how lean and mean you know the product can reduce down to any size you know to such a small size because kayakers characteristically like to operate lean and mean mm -hmm. I mean that's kind of what they're known for and so one of the things that we liked about the satchel was that um, you can see exactly how small you know the arachnid can be. Well, I recommend when you put your arachnid away, remove your hooks. It's just worth it. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> My I, recommendation. I didn't even realize you could remove them. Yeah. So they're they completely just kinda... adjustable. Yeah. So you can configure you can... it like 
We have okay. some people. You see yeah. how you can unclip it? Like, well, yeah. you could just pull it. It pulls yeah. tight. So but. we have some people that reduce it down so they don't even use it on that outside edge. They use it on the inner side edges. You know, they reduce it down to a smaller size. So they don't, some people fold it in half. Yeah. Some okay. people use two and they use them in tandem. So yeah. we have people that order extra nets. Um, mm -hmm. And then that way they can take two nets and clamp the arachnid down between the two nets mm -hmm. and it will work on two nets. Yeah. Is there any plans for you guys to make like a bigger net to cover a whole kayak? Um, we, yeah. I mean, that's what I was saying is we're, we're really looking at sizes. Um, okay. so right now we're, we've been in kind of negotiations with some different, um, truck menu, uh, some truck accessories people. Mm -hmm. And, um, one of the things I think we're going to do with them is because these people are serious. The, the accessories that they have, like Lear, Lund, DZ, those guys, mm -hmm. they are incredible. The stuff that they're adding on as accessories to trucks for kayakers, because you guys characteristically camp as well. So yeah. you're loading your truck up. I mean, it's got everything on it. So you want to be able to cover really not just your bed. You know, mm -hmm. sometimes you're covered all the way from the roof of your truck all the way back to the back end. Mm -hmm. So, and along down the sides. I mean, they've got stuff that strap alongside, you know, your truck beds that are unbelievable. Yeah. And <laughs> now we're getting more and more accessories to go onto kayaks. So it's getting harder and harder to cover. So, yeah, I think it's wisdom for us. We haven't really had any recommendations on sizes, mm -hmm. but it's not, you know, we'll take recommendations. I mean, if you guys, you know, get to thinking about it and you want to mess with it and you want to tell me, well, this is what I think. Mm -hmm. um, I'm, I'm, I'm always looking for feedback. It never, the evolution of Arachnet never stops um, because we are new, right? Mm -hmm. We're, we're new to the game. We're, um, you know, the first time that somebody said, oh, I've got a cooler that'll be like a refrigerator. You know, it's a Yeti yeah. and it'll last you, you know, you'll be cold for six days. You know, yeah. you were like, mm, I don't know. And now they've evolved into so many different directions. Yeah. And, th and that's, I mean, it's wisdom, right? To, to always be kind of moving rather than yeah. just, you know, stuck. So that's how come even after a year and a half of being on the market, because we didn't know, I mean, we're just a group of people that said, you know, husband and wife, we have a small business, we have another business and we're just a husband and wife that said, okay, well we can make this a thing, you know? <laughs> That's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. You know, we don't, I mean, we, I don't have all the answers. I can promise you that, you know, I don't, but, um, the one thing I do is that I try to keep everything as reasonable as I possibly can, you know, for, mm -hmm. uh, especially for my kayak guys, because I feel like they're, um, family men, they're on a budget, mm -hmm. they're a 95 er you know, they're just trying to feed their families and just have a good time. And that's their, that's their outlet. That's their, you yeah. know, and they don't want to spend, you know, $500 on something, you know, and besides that, they don't want to get their one thing stolen. Right. You yeah. Know? You, you, know, you that's just described bummer, me. Right? <laughs> right. I mean, that's, and that's what I see time and time again with the, the kayak guys. And that, that's really why I can't, they're kind of my groove. You know, I, I feel good with the mm -hmm. kayak group because they're, they're just like us. You yeah. know, we have our thing too. You know, we have our thing, you know, we have our little Harley and, you know, we don't want it to get stolen and, you know, we like it. And so yeah. it's, I get it.
totally I mean, get it. Yeah, it's it's a great idea. Like there's a there's a tournament that Brad and I do. Um, you know, mm-hmm. we the kayak tournaments are sort of similar. We don't do like necessarily a fish weigh in, but usually at the end of you know a tournament, there is what they call like a weigh in or check in. And so mm-hmm. you'll have the same kind of deal and it's probably even easier to steal out of these kayaks than it is a bass boat. And, um, there's a tournament that Brad and I do in which they run an outdoor expo at the same time. Oh, and yeah. so you're parking in this park that's literally has thousands and thousands of people, um, uh. all visiting this expo and we're all parked like fairly far away. You're talking about like quarter mile to a half mile from where you're walking, you know, to check mm-hmm. in at Brad. I don't know if you've been to that outdoor expo. I know Justin no, I, has. I know, I know what it is. Yeah, and you're yeah. parking pretty far away from where you know this check-in happens. So it's, um, you know, it's it's something that all fishermen really kind of do a lot of times, and this kind of, especially with the kayak community, because you touched on how a lot of times we're camping, and you know. A lot of guys like myself, I am not comfortable leaving my kayak fully rigged up at night. Um, yeah. So we end up having to kind of rig everything up in the morning before you're trying to go out in a tournament. And it's it's nice to know that there's a product out there that, you know, I mean, we're all still sleeping fairly close to our gear. So this this is going to definitely wake you up if somebody's messing with it. And you can have everything rigged up, ready to go. You'll be able to get up in the morning, take that off, and get your boat in the water and go instead of worrying about pulling everything out of the locked truck like we, we tend to have to do a lot of times. Yeah. Sure. Sure. So, that- no, I, I agree. That that was what I was gonna mention. Like the whole camping aspect of the arachna is awesome. Yeah, I mean I, I've even seen pictures of guys like draping it over like the opening of their tent and keeping some mm-hmm. of their stuff in there. Yeah. So, yep. Yep. That cool. was um for us. I mean, like I said, we used to do a lot of uh, portaging, hiking, canoeing, and camping and stuff in the Boundary Waters. Mm-hmm. Well, northern Canada. I mean, northern Minnesota is Canada. You know, there's bears. I mean, big ones. They ain't playing. <laughs> yeah. and, they want you, and they want you. Okay. They want your tent. All right. <laughs> and so we, you know, we were, we could hear them snorting, you know, in the night and stuff a lot of times. And I thought to myself, man, oh man, it would have made a difference. You know, that time we would have kind of felt, you know, we're kind of like, okay, just be really freaking still, you know, because <laughs> yeah. we don't want to, you know. I mean, they're nothing to mess with. So we did. We, I mean, it, it is one of those things that I'm kind of glad that it speaks to as well is the camping aspect and yeah. being able to leave. I mean, yeah, you know, it's like families go now, they go camping and it's everybody, you know, is camping kind of all together. You know, I know that David's family is big into camping and they, they all go and their, their campers are all together. But I mean, you've got bicycles, you've got grills, you've got everything out. All you gotta do is throw the arachnid over it, arm it and go. Mm-hmm. And I mean, you know, somebody will at least pay attention if somebody's campsite's going off for sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I, I do got to ask, I, I've been hearing a rumor about a, uh, an app being created for a net. Is yeah. there any truth to that? Yeah, there is. So we're, um, cool. so we're looking at a gen two, but the, but the <laughs> other thing about the gen two is with the app, 
um, you know, I've got to have proof of concept here because that that's a big investment. Um, I've done all the R&D. Um, I've worked um, with Verizon. We know the chip that it's going to take. Um, with the 5G coming in hard, we've got, um, it's got a CAT M1 technology that goes with it. And, and um, that is an Internet of Things product that will be the lowest pull of frequency that is ever been, you know, ever been kind of monitored. And the reason that I had to wait until that was an opportunity is because if you're going to do an app, I want it to be reasonable, cost yeah. effective. Right. Um, because, you know, $10 a month, that's, that's $120 a year. Mm-hmm. I'd like to see it being able to do it for half of that, you know, yeah. $50, $50 a year or $55 a year, even less than half. You know, I want to see it at that $50, $49.99. I want you to be able to monitor, you know, have the, the app and be able to effectively perform, you know? And so, um, I've done all the research and I've talked to the people and it, it's going to be a sizable investment for us. And so we really need a strong following proof of concept. People yeah. really have to dig in and get it, spend less time, you know, criticizing it and really just mm-hmm. give it a try. Um, you know, we've played with our price point here at the 129.99, you know, and to see if, you know, it needed to be where it needed to be. And there's been a huge deliberation. You know, I had a guy that told me, it's worth $175 all day long. Well, I, <laughs> I don't, I don't know. I don't see that. Yeah. I'd really, you know, ideally, you know, I think I, I wanted it at the $99. Um, but with the changes in importing, um, we've really had a tough time, you know, really trying to squeeze that down. Um, two years ago, that would have been a thing and we could have achieved that. Um, we can't achieve that today. And the, the other side of that coin with the Gen 2, why I brought the pricing up is with the Gen 2, there's going to be a bigger commitment. You know, it's going to be for you guys, it's going to be more money because it's more technology. So yeah. you're looking at a like a $225 range. Right. You know, you're looking at a $100 increase on the product. And so, you know, again, I, I, ha- I wanted to make something that was affordable for you know, the lion's share of men that are, you know, and women that are out there, you know, doing the thing that they love, finding their passion, living their best life. But, you know, that next level is the, is about $225, you know? And so um, in order to get there, there's a lot of investment that has to be made. I've done all the R and D on it. Mm -hmm. I mean, we already have the patent started, everything's going, (laughs) you know? So, so yeah, it's definitely coming. Um, just to say when right now, you know, we're really happy to have just the box, um, you know, the design changes that we did to the box. So there's some different design changes more than just it being a box. You have the on off switch on the inside. Mm-hmm. Um, so our manufacturing is cheaper and easier and we were able to reduce the manufacturing on that as well. Um, the cost. So we might see a price change in a downward motion um, on the next yeah. one on the, on the protect net. We could definitely see that if nothing changes, if polymer prices don't evolve, um, if the import export things gets, you know, resolved, that'd be great. Um, but yeah, yeah, it's definitely Gen 2 is definitely with the more technology, increased technology is definitely coming. That's cool. Very yeah. Cool. <laughs> yeah, that, that's always been interesting uh, ever since I heard that rumor. Yeah. So yeah, it is. I'm- I'm kind of assuming when you're talking about the the new box that's 
got the switch on the inside. Is it just like a d- simple design type of box? Because I would assume making this compared to like a box, that yeah. box is going to be cheaper to make. Yeah, it is. The box is going to be cheaper to make. And the, and the other thing is we have to keep the polymer stronger on that because it's got the spindly legs. Yeah. So we yeah. had to make it so that um, nobody was... Um, you know, nothing was breaking off and that kind of thing. And people weren't giving me crap because the legs were breaking off, you know? So <laughs> this, this way, um, if you think of a money clip, you know how money clip is shaped that U shape. So mm-hmm. think of a plastic money clip on each end of the box welded to the bottom. So then we just slide the net underneath mm-hmm. one side and pull it taut and then slide the, slide it to the other side of, mm-hmm. um, of the net. So it just catches the net on both sides. Yeah. How big is that box dimension? Um, okay. So, and this was my goal. Remember those tackle boxes when we were kids at Walmart, like the pocket tackle? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Pocket tackle. Yeah. Like okay, six, that... six inches by four inches or something? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That. So that was our goal was basically the pocket tackle box. Yeah. That's a good idea. Yeah. So I wanted it to be, you know, even size, even more size efficient because size and weight is a, is an issue for guys, especially, um, we have a lot of hunters that are mountain biking now. So there's these electric mountain bikes that hunters use now. Mm-hmm. Um, so, um, if they have the arachnid, then they just throw it on the pouch on their back and take off. And then when they get to their deer stand, they can just park their bike, throw the arachnid over the top of it and climb in their deer stand. Hmm. Yeah. So many uses. <laughs> I love yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So yeah, we've seen a lot of different things. I mean, we're, um, we've been to ATA. This will be our second year at ATA. Um, that's the archery trade association. Um, so we're headed there. That'll be in Indianapolis in January. Um, but the, you know, the one thing that I, I like to say is, um, we're not, we're not into jipping anybody. We don't want to rip anybody off. And if somebody mm-hmm. really genuinely feels like, you know, it didn't give them what they wanted, they send it back. I mean, no matter what part it is, you know, within the one year, uh, the first year, no matter what part it is, if you weren't satisfied with, you know, the web, if you weren't satisfied with the arachnid itself, you can send it back and I'll send you a new one. You know, I'm not, I'm not trying to get over on anybody. I'm not becoming a millionaire on this. I just, I just want to see if it works actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I just want to see if I can do it. And I think yeah. that, you know, historically, you know, that's, what we're all about um you know we we're not shy about who we are we don't we don't hide from anybody we don't have anything to hide um we just we're out there we like to just you know um be honest with people and you know we're real just like you we have you know families and we're you know i've got a my youngest is in college i have a five-year-old granddaughter wouldn't it be cool for me to tell her a story about how i built something that paid for her college you know and that's really what it's about you know, it's about family. It's about friends and, and seeing people be able to enjoy what makes them happy. Yeah. Yeah. You're, you're definitely doing it. It's taking the kayak world by storm. That's for sure. Well, yeah. I hope so. I hope so. <laughs> I'm excited about it. I really yeah. am. I really am. But if there's any feedback that you guys get, don't hesitate, you know, reach out. I'm, I'm always listening. You know, it doesn't matter what you say, you know, I, right. I can hear anything. I mean, you can ask Craig, Craig storms. <laughs> he calls me. <laughs> banging on my brain 
three, four times a week, sometimes just complaining, you know, rah, 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 <laughs> this, that. I'm like, all right, all right, I get it, I get it. You well, know? you have to you have to be receptive to that because I mean, yeah. you can't make improvements without getting, you know, the positive and the negative feedback because right. you know, if you think that you made a product and it's perfect and yeah. it's just gonna, you know, then you yeah. you may have, but that's the key to being innovative, like with mm -hmm. what you've done, because, mm -hmm. you know, you're like, oh, I need a, you guys have found that you had a need for something like this, mm -hmm. which is awesome. Like, I really commend you on that aspect of it, because like I said, all the stories that you hear about people doing good out there and getting bad things happen to them. It's just it's just it happens too much. But mm -hmm. You know, I, Brad and I've talked about it and there's, we've heard a lot, we've heard our own fair share of, you know, negative reviews on this. Like, oh, well, I think it'd be easy to do this or that. And I'm like, yeah, but you guys say that. And, but in the moment, do yeah. you really think, you know, that's the, that's well, the I, thing. I want to like, let you know. So every day, so there's this thing, it's called the man in the arena. And I mm -hmm. would encourage everybody to go read it because every day I have to remember that I'm the man in the arena. Because yeah. the one thing is the onlookers are going to say, this is what we think. Right. And I'm going to look at them and say, this is what I know. Right. Because I'm in it every single day. I'm the one that did it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You can sit in the bleachers and think, and I'm going to be the one that knows. And yeah. so <laughs> I gave you my best. Um, I gave you what I had. If you didn't want it, then move along. Yeah. If, and, if it's something that you believe that will help you, might help you, try it yeah. if you think it might help you. But if your thing is to sit on and mock it, sit on the sidelines, be in the bleachers, then sit in the bleachers and mock it. But yeah. at the end of the day, I'll be the one that will have lived the life, that have done the thing, that braved the criticism, you know, right. that created something mm -hmm. from nothing. And so, you know... <laughs> I mean, do it, you know, they can do what they want. I, that's the way I refute it is okay. You know, yeah. You're cool. Just go <laughs> believe your thing or <laughs> buy one and try right. all your things and make the video and then send me the pieces and say, this thing was a piece of shit, but excuse my language. <laughs> and, um, I didn't like it and send it back to me. You yeah. know, I, it's cool. I mean, you know, I, I'm, I'm okay with that. Too. You're not losing any sleep over it. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not. I'll give you back your $129 or whatever it was that made you feel better because you, you know, mocked my thing from the bleachers. Do you guys you know? have a Facebook page? We do. Yeah, do we do. It's a Ragnet. Yep. Okay. Yep. It's a Ragnet. And then um, we also, so the website is, or the, you know, our website please let me tell you about our website. Um, arachnet.net is not the most proud moment I have. Um, I am a widget maker. I am a mouthpiece. I am a manufacturer. I am not a website maker. So <laughs> the guy I paid to do my website, he took my money and he laughed in my face. And he made, <laughs> he made the saddest website ever was. And so we are not we are not living and dying by our website, but there's a lot of changes to be made on there. And so we'll probably shut down right after the first year, probably for the month of January. We'll just shut it down and revamp and redo. And um, so, you know, we're kind of going on a hiatus because when we come back, 
we'll come back with ArachNet. We'll come back with ProtectNet by ArachNet. We'll come back with the NoTechNet. And, um, you know, we'll feature um, our pros. Uh, some of our guys will feature um, if you provide us with videos or whatever so that we can implant them in the website. That's what I'd really like to do is be able to, even though I will say, I'm just going to be really honest with you right now. Um, Craig Storms, before we had this little conversation, he sent me this this uh, message and he said, you know, those are the guys that ranked on you last week. <laughs> <laughs> you know, those, those guys, all those guys on Facebook giving you a hard time. You know that's them, right? I was like, let them come. You know, let it, you can see how much it affects me. So I, you know, I was like, nah, I'm cool. I'm going. I'm doing it. I'm doing the damn thing. I don't care. <laughs> so um, yeah, let them tell me how terrible it is. I don't care. One guy did a review, and all he could talk about was the pin. But then he took it to a camp. You know, he wasn't satisfied with how wobbly the pin was in the little in the clip. Yeah. And um, we have since kind of changed that design a little bit. But he but every time he went to a campsite and he let I mean, just so many people try it. It was hysterical. And it went off every single time. And they were strategically like trying to dig in there, not make it go off. And he he did it time after time. It was one of the best reviews we've ever had. I saved the recording because <laughs> it was hysterical because it worked every time. I mean, every right. It rose to the occasion every single time, no matter how they configured it, no matter what they did with it. So this is awesome. It's always Hope good. So. Yeah. But arachnet.net, arachnet.net is where you can find us right now. And um, yeah, and find me on arachnet. Send me a private message. I always respond to my messages. Um, you can reach me, Michelle, at arachnet.net. You can reach me directly. Um, if anybody has, um, a store out there, um, a, and wants to be a dealer, I, I will definitely, um, you'll, your staff will have shirts, you'll have video. I always do motion censored, um, monitors on the floor so that when people walk by, they can see the video play of all the different uses. Um, and I give them gear and that kind of thing. And if you guys send me your, um, your sizes i'll send you guys some shirts awesome, awesome. yeah thanks we yeah. appreciate that yeah no oh, problem we need to try to get these things in uh the loveland shop <laughs> yeah that's a good idea like any of these kayak shops should start carrying them man like yeah. you know it's it's a great idea it's uh, to me i you know from when i've i got i had a lot of interest in it that's why i reached out to you mm -hmm. um, i had seen it on the internet and i had thought about all the times i've been camping and then and the stress of packing everything up and unpacking it it just drove me crazy mm -hmm. and there was uh when we we did a paddle and fin meet up here in ohio and mm -hmm. the whole night i was it was on what fourth of july weekend so it's the busiest mm -hmm. weekend of camping known to man like especially in ohio <laughs> and it was so busy that the entire park was filled except for a few sites that were near the boat ramp, which aren't, uh, they don't have electric and stuff. So, you know, and there's people partying everywhere and I'm like, man, and there's, here we are, there's what, like 15 of us. And between the 15 people out there, there's just thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars of fishing equipment mm -hmm. sitting there. Mm -hmm. And every night I'd sit there and tear it down. And put it all back together in the morning, you know, and tear it down, put it back together in the next morning. It's just, it get it gets old. Um, and, you know, it's just, it's time lost in a sense when you think about it, when you're trying to wake up and you're like, I got to get out there before the sun comes up when the, you know, that last 
uh, first hour of daylight, you know, instead of mm-hmm. saying they're wasting time packing, you know, packing everything back in the boat. So, you know, I, uh, when I reached out to you, I just, I got to thank you because I reached out to you and it was the first, you were the first person I had actually contacted as far as getting some products to review here. And you were very, very quick and eager to send that product to us. No questions asked. You didn't question who we were or anything like that. I gave you a little bit of background history, but really the final cast itself was uh, very young at that point. And Mm -hmm. so I I wanted to thank you for that. And, you know, I know we've had a ball playing around with this thing and not doing all kinds of goofy stuff with it. So, (laughs) you know, and I, I still have, I have big plans to mess around with this thing even more. So, you know, and and I appreciate it. It it says a lot about your, you know, and it says a lot about the belief in your product and that's, that's, what's awesome about it. So. Oh, you're welcome. Glad to help. And, and anytime, the other thing I want to put out here, I don't know how many listeners or anything you guys have, but, um, the one thing I like to also say is, um, any nonprofit organization, anybody doing a fundraiser, um, we support the, um, junior bass in Colorado. Um, Mm -hmm. those guys always reach out to us, um, high school fishing. Um, we really support those kids. So if they're doing, a um, a, silent auction and you want product um we always send out product just to support the kids um any yeah. anytime anytime i mean we've driven down to florida um to do a nonprofit fundraiser for those guys down there um and um we just really like to do that we feel like sowing the goodwill is always good um you know for everybody and so that's what we like to do. So I, you know, anytime, if anybody reaches out, if they have a need, something, you know, that they want help with, just give us a call. I mean, we just, you know, if it, this is why we do it. Right. Cause mm, things right. matter to us. Right. So it's not just all about money. Things right. matter, you know? Sweet. I think that's all I got for tonight. Yeah. Right. Was there, was there uh, anything, I knew you kind of mentioned something, you said new, but I don't know that you necessarily wanted to talk about it. You kind of skipped over it real quick, which I understand because we get a lot oh. of that actually here. But uh, is there anything uh, new you wanted to let anybody in on that you might have coming up in 2020 besides what we already went over with the um, No, I, I think that's pretty much uh, – well, I mean, we've got a lot of input, um, like I said, from uh, Chad um, at KBF, you know, he's been really helping us. And Storm is always, you know, yapping about something. He's always telling me I got to do something. I got to plug in here. He's always, he's always telling me I got to do something, you know. So, um, but other than that, I mean, we're just, we're just always taking feedback. So we're always ready for the new thing. You know, um, whatever, whatever anybody wants to do, you know, we want to develop more sizes. Um, that's a give. Um, we are currently talking with some of the big trucking accessory companies, um, in serious, you know, kind of conversation. Um, so we can brand with them. They want to do some branding. Um, so we've had, yeah, we've had a lot of interesting things come about, you know, not, not all of them we want to take, not every single one of them we're, we're interested in taking. Um, so we're just kind of, Laying low, playing it slow. So awesome. we'll see. Well, I wish you all the luck and uh, right. I'm excited to see what, what comes up for Arachnet in the next couple of years. It'll be interesting yeah, to see what happens. For sure. 
Hey, please be sure to send me your sizes on um, on Messenger, and I'll get those things to you. All right, All right. I appreciate right. it. Uh, hey, Josh, right. before we end this, are are we going to do a giveaway with this? Yes. So okay. we, because you were so gracious to send this stuff to us, what we are going to do is actually give them away to some of our a couple of our listeners. So we've got two Arachnets to give away, and. Um, Brad has one and I have the other. Luckily, Brad and I live right down the street from each other, so we can hook up and get these sent out. Um, you know, well, uh, why don't I do this? Why don't I do this so that you guys don't have to be without yours? Why don't I just send them out? So you guys, you guys just start the ball rolling, send me the addresses, and I'll get them shipped out from the warehouse. You don't have to do that. No, yeah, I'm absolutely (laughs) glad to do that. I'm absolutely glad to do it. I appreciate your time. And, uh, you know, um, Time like this is valuable to someone like me, you know, and so um, I don't get this opportunity very often either. I think this was a great opportunity and you guys were really nice to do so. So um, I really appreciate your time as well. So, um, you know, I want you to have the arachnids and, you know, let's let's send them out because I know you'll use them, right? You guys will use them. Yes. I'm using yes. it right now. <laughs> All right. You're going to use the arachnid. So while you're traveling with your kayak and you're camping, you're going to use the arachnid, right? Yeah. Yes. All right. I definitely okay. will. We'll start huh? tagging you and everything. All right. Sure. <laughs> sure. Whatever. All right. So anyway, but anyway, you know what you could do, though? Send me one of those pile of pin hats. All right. We can we'll do that. Tra- we'll, All right. We'll trade I got a goods. question. Real quick. Uh, mm-hmm. He has you have one. a preference on black or the gray and white. So this is black with a gray front, and this is white with a gray front. Um, I like the black with the gray front. All right. Yeah, yeah we can definitely do that. We, right. we just got these made, too. So I really like your pal and fin hats. Thanks. Killer. Everybody asks me, do you have a hat? I'm like, no, I have a shirt, though. I, I don't know. <laughs> I'm supposed to have I'm supposed to have swag too. Jeez, this is oh, a tough yeah. crowd. Oh my god. <laughs> I don't yep. know. I've got stickers. I have I have all kinds of things. So yeah. But yeah, um, yeah, you do what you do with your giveaway. Get that started. We'll give two away and uh, you just send me the addresses, all right, when you figure out who the big winner is. All right. All right. That sounds, sounds great. Good. So all Brad, right. do you want to give the details for the giveaway, what they need to do? Yeah, we'll post this episode up. Uh, the day airs. This will be Thursday. Uh, I don't know the date next week. It'll let me, be let me, uh, the 12th. Yep. Thursday, December 12th, if you share this post uh, and go like the Arachnet page and maybe tag a friend in the comments, you'll be entered for <clears throat> the Arachnet. All right. Sounds good, buddy. All right. Awesome. Okay, Anything guys. else you'd like to add, Michelle? Um, no, this is fun. Anytime you want me to come on the show, I, I want to be included. I don't know anything about um, fishing. I could talk <laughs> right. to you about a million different things. I could give you wisdom, <laughs> like from the 55-year-old lady who, you know, bangs around in the dark trying to figure out how to build this silly business in the kayak industry. I can talk to you about that all day. <laughs> Well, you know, if you have anything like, you know, when you maybe launch your product or whatever, you know, Absolutely. you want to come on, talk about it, just we'll reach out that. to Brad and I. We so. will do that. When I have actually something more than just a, um, when I have more than just a prototype to show you on the ProTech net, 
So do you get that? The protect net? Do you get yeah. it? Do you get, get it? it? You get it? Protect Brad, <laughs> Brad doesn't. I can see his blank face. Do you get it, Brad? Do you get it? Protect, protect net? Protect net? Protect net? Yeah. <laughs> I, you know? Protecting? Know. Protecting. And it, he's gone. He's over. He's like... <laughs> Brad's like, it's almost 10. It's past bed. <laughs> Bad. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. We won't keep you anymore. No. Right. no, it's all good. It's all good. All right. We'll see you guys later. Yeah, but it, if you want, um, yeah, if you ever, um, yeah, just want to chat, just give me, just bring me up, ring me up in the old Skype. Now <laughs> we all know how to work it. Now yeah. that my computer's updated, everything's good. <laughs> all awesome. right. We'll talk, we'll talk soon, you guys. Right. Thank you, all Michelle. Right, guys. Uh huh. Yeah, you guys have a good night and uh, tight lines and smooth paddling. This is Bucky Buckstabber, founder and executive director of the Fly Fishing Collaborative. At the Fly Fishing Collaborative, also known as FFC, we mobilize the fly fishing community, outdoor enthusiasts, and people of goodwill everywhere to create sustainable solutions to poverty and human trafficking. We have many different initiatives to accomplish this goal, but our primary focus is building organic and environmentally friendly aquaponics farms for communities suffering from trafficking because of a lack of resource. If you're interested in funneling your passion for the outdoors to benefit those that need help the most, then visit flyfishingcollaborative.org. Josiah Pleasant, Executive Director of Agathos Village here to specifically invite you to positively impact the vulnerable in Juneau, Alaska in partnership with FFC. Bucky and I have been blessed to be a part of transformational impact abroad and are stoked to bring our lessons learned home to serve the marginalized. If it breaks your heart to know that the vulnerable are literally left out in the cold, don't have community, a home, or healthy food, join us to make a tangible impact by donating or making plans to volunteer with us. You can donate at www.flyfishingcollaborative.org and write Alaska in the notes to help us help others. Do you love our podcast and want to help support us even more? Well, now you can. You can simply go to patreon.com forward slash paddle, the letter N, fin. Or you can also go to anchor.fm forward slash paddle, the letter N, fin. Go check out the website, guys. Paddle, the letter N, and fin.com. Also check out YouTube, youtube.com forward slash paddle and fin. If you got a question, comment, want to hear from a future guest, feel free to email us at paddle, the letter N, and fin at gmail.com. Don't forget to follow us on social media. We're doing giveaways, announcements, things like that at Facebook and Instagram at paddle and fin. Shout out to our show supporters, Rocktown Adventures, Loveland Canoe and Kayak, Hammered Lures, Fish Mob Lures, TRC Covers, Catch Products. Go to catchproducts.com. You can put the Paddle and Fin logo right on your catchboard. Don't forget to go over and pick up your Jig Masters jigs. Use promo code PNF20 and save 20% today. Don't forget to rate and review the podcast on whatever platform you're listening to. It helps grow the audience, helps others find our podcast. So please drop a five-star rating in on the podcast platform you're listening on. Don't forget about the Recycled Plastics program, you guys. Take your used plastic baits, put them in an envelope, mail them to the address in the show notes. Our man Eric Richards at Hammered Lures melts those down, makes new baits, and donates them to various chapters of Heroes on the Water.